It's always a turn Feels good with your number one hip hop and R&B station. Power 109 Radio. Number one for hip-hop and R&B. Get high with me while sipping on some tea. This is The Tea with THC. While we sip, let's chat Canna Talk, celebrity gossip, cannabis, networking, and learn about our community with special guests from our THC fam. The Tea is brought to you by Power 109 and the THC Girls. What's up, everybody? I'm Bradley, your host for the day. Today, I got with me my longtime friend. I am Holly. Jay. What's up, Jay? Hey. We're here to talk about the culture, your brand. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Of course. You know, not only are you my friend, but um, you're just an inspiration for, I think, small businesses and Denver, you know, to really find their passion and make a make a brand, make a business out of it. So I think that's great. Glad you had some time for us today. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So you are in the metaphysical world. Um, I know, you know, people are familiar with with zodiacs and um you know kind of like minerals crystals and stuff but tell more about what you do specifically in in the metaphysical land and um in the metaphysical world i'm a metaphysician which means i'm a certified reiki master i'm a reiki healer which is an energy healer that's in a japanese um energy healing technique uh mostly done with the hands um certified master in that which means if you wanted to become a reiki healer i could make you one certify you to become one um in the metaphysical world there's just lots it it encompasses a lot like you said um astrology with the zodiacs and then there's also um herbal remedies when you get more holistic and healing so you kind of cover it all then absolutely how long does it take for somebody to become certified you know as a reiki healer everyone's journey is their own um you can become a certified reiki healer in about a year if your focus is up Mm -hmm. um like i said everyone's journey is different so in under a year you can definitely master that if that's what your focus is on totally Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And a good teacher makes a great student too. I'm, Absolutely. I'm Is it hard to find, you know, good Reiki healers to to learn from? Absolutely. What you find in this industry is a lot of plastic shamans is what we like to call them or pseudo spiritualists. Um, a lot of people just putting what we call spiritual garbage or nonsense out there that isn't really accurate and doesn't really benefit a person trying to heal and hold themselves so yeah it is very difficult to find the authentic people Mm -hmm. i'm sure it's frustrating to see because that can impact somebody's journey more than you know if they just did it on their own by learning from somebody who's not fully educated and and as well versed as as you might have been through your learnings and stuff right Absolutely. In esotericism and metaphysics, it's always like everyone has free will. And when you have those plastic shamans, like you said, it's been very frustrating because a lot of my clients are like, someone is in my direct message telling me that there's bad energy. And I'm like, any real shaman is not going to direct message you and tell you that your energy called to them because they don't know you and they couldn't possibly be tapped in with your spirit team. Right. So in the end, it's almost like scammers, just scam. Absolutely. Preying on the vulnerable. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, that's that's not cool. Well, thank you for helping that community. I think that's that's important that you're guiding people in the right, correct direction i try my best yeah definitely so when you say clients um how did you go about transitioning what you do to a more professional platform you know making it um 
like like you said a client you know instead of just somebody that you, you talk to or well really this started off as just word of mouth um close friends kind of encouraged me when they found out the information and the knowledge that i was learning for myself um, after learning and studying and doing readings and, and energy work on myself and them seeing the results, they were very interested um, for me to work with them. And then once I worked with them, it was like they kind of pushed me out of the nest and ga gave me my wings to fly, essentially, so that I would work with other people. They would just always send people to me. And it became overwhelming to the point where I didn't want to say no. Mm -hmm. And it was leaning into that curiosity that kind of helped me Help me hone in on this gift and develop it a lot more. Right, like more people were leaning on you, so you're like, well, I should expand my own learning and yeah, and obviously make it more legit with a certificate. That's always that's always good. Um, and the important thing about it is, I tried to do it as authentic as possible before I even worked with anybody, even myself. I studied for about a year and a half, just straight studying, trying to figure out what was the right path and which way I wanted to go with this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so when did you start doing that, would you say? When did you start getting involved in the space? Um, personal practices, they took place in 2016 when I started developing my studies and started diving deep into the esotericism and hermeticism of metaphysics. And then it was in 2018 when I took my first client um, upon taking my first client, I had already established like my LLC and things like that. So I had already had a business um, set, a business model set, and then fitting clients into that kind of made it all easy. That's awesome. I was going to ask you, um, you know, which one came first, you know, the, the LLC and then monetizing it or did you start taking clients before the LLC but it sounds like you had everything kind of your steps were set out and you you went the right direction where you you did the LLC first you learned everything you did all your training then you did the LLC then you started taking on clients correct well, ironically enough it was a hobby of mine to do like tarot readings and energy healing and and candle readings with people and I had an LLC established because I was going to do a clothing line, like a brand. And when I got into that realm, like I learned all that I could about LLCs and establishing a business and things like that. But what I didn't realize was lots and lots and lots of people are doing clothing brands. So I kind of felt like I was lost in the sauce, but I was able to incorporate what I learned from trying to do a clothing brand in with my metaphysical brand. And it was just like, oh, this is what clicks. This is my my lane that I need to be in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, branding is all about just putting a face to the name, basically. So now that you're able to brand um, the culture, your business, it's like now you can get the word out even easier about what you actually do, you know, personal personally wise and on the the metaphysical side so i think you went the the great route um and it's been pretty successful for you you'd say um it has its ups and downs the first three years of business is always like i want to slam my head through the wall <laughs> uh, but i guess from all successful business owners that means you're doing it right right so i guess if you, know? you if you busy that's a good thing right yes. i have a booking every day at least one booking every day which i'm thankful for hell yeah that's awesome but it's been a blessing to have so many clients and work with so many people um, you know, a lot of business was impacted by COVID and having to shut down. I wasn't really affected in that way. I got super creative 
and we went virtual with the culture doing virtual readings which means like if you have FaceTime, Zoom, however you wanted to chat virtually and live, we were going to do a reading pulling cards that way and it's been so expansive I'll say. That's like a perfect word for me to use because mm -hmm. I've worked with people all the way in Ireland, in Japan, in the Philippines and it's been great to be able to reach globe wide, global mm -hmm. with the culture. Amazing. And and you brought up, you know, the C word COVID, yeah. but that's awesome that, you know, a lot of businesses kind of suffered and yours almost thrived because you took advantage of your platform and of, you know, social media. And that really is the best way to get your word of mouth out. And then with, um, you know, monetizing it too, you know, you really don't need to, to do everything in person. Sometimes you're connecting with people across the world and you're able to, to make it a business still. And you legitimized it, which is absolutely amazing. and then like partnering with you and the thc girls and using that app has been like a lifesaver it's like as soon as i post an event i know that every corner of the globe that someone has a thc girl app installed that they're seeing my event my venues what i'm promoting and so that kind of makes it a lot easier because it feels like i'm a part of the whole canon network and the canna family mm -hmm. in that sense a lot of the holistic healing goes hand in hand with cannabis like we look to cannabis as a very um potent and powerful medicine mm -hmm. so to have that access to the THC girls in that platform and to know that there's that support there with going um, virtual during the pandemic has also really been a crutch and a, and a huge foundation for me to lean on. Right, because you've got multiple platforms, you know, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, anything you can think of. And then there's nothing really geared straight for the cannabis world. So that's awesome that you got tapped in. Um, you know, we're happy to have you on the network because now we're getting connected to, to tons of other people like, you know, artists who are in the spiritual lane, you know, that are doing events like there's a need for cannabis at every every event, you know. Absolutely. But I think I think it's great that we directly connect to the the spiritual with the cannabis i love that and so you joined with the the thc girls you you're basically like an og you joined when we dropped the app in october yep i'm like an ogv an og vendor <laughs> yep. um i was waiting like i was there with the countdown for krista and sanja getting everything together like watching them grow as women in this industry and network has also been a huge inspiration for a woman in business like myself mm -hmm. um it gets really hard it gets frustrating and it gets lonely at the top as they say mm -hmm. but having other women at the top who have kind of strived to get where I'm trying to be is very encouraging it's reassuring and motivational and joining in October with them um launching it has really been like an eye-opening platform and network and I'm getting to see the ways that my business could grow and in ways that I never thought you know mm -hmm. yeah definitely and um, just for our listeners who don't know the THC girls um, owner and creator is Krista Jones and then um, Sanja Ganja who you mentioned is a partner in business so they've been like you said mentors just even for me personally um, you know and they've really paved the way too for women in cannabis and um giving myself a voice, giving lots of other people a voice. They're also like, you know, 10 years ahead of us. Like they've really, they, they got to experience a side of the industry that we didn't get to experience. Cause you know, oh, yeah. they Back were in, in the it day before when us. it was only like 
able to buy a quarter mm-hmm. in, uh, in Colorado from out of state. That was like the limit as a quarter. So yeah, I'm sure that they've seen many, many changes. And like I said, it's it's really reassuring to have mentors and guidance um, from women in this industry and seeing how they recreate the perspective of women in cannabis. I really like that as well. They've really recreated the stigma and really knocked that down completely. Yeah, that's really what, what I think the mission of the team is definitely is, you know, we do the whole marketing and branding side, but and the consulting, but really it's, it's to educate and change the stigmas of, of cannabis for sure. And, um, give everybody a space to, to actually promote you know their business instead of having to to deal with the shadow banning and the monitoring of usual um sites like instagram and facebook you know we can only utilize them so much so exactly yeah yeah definitely it's been really great um just overall to be able to incorporate the cannabis industry with what i do holistic healing and being able to travel worldwide especially seeing how the cannabis industry is opening up globally now and seeing how many markets and how many different states are now legalizing like florida and really watching sandra and krista being at the forefront of that Mm -hmm. um opening and really pioneering the way during that time um i was able and fortunate to do an event at the um juneteenth festival in key west so traveling there and being able to have some CBD products and things like that because it's legal now um, statewide mm-hmm. and nationwide now. So let's um, let's back up a little bit. So the culture, you've got your brand, and then mm-hmm. what kind of products do do you have aside from um, the spiritual healing and and all of that? What kind of actual products? products have you created i have created um herbal teas mm-hmm. so they're natural they help with things they're also metaphysical and esoteric because everyone loves a splash of that <laughs> but um they help with things like inflammatory uh anxiety just a lot of natural holistic things i try to get away from pharmaceuticals and big pharma because I feel like there's a plant in nature for any ailment that the body experiences. Mm-hmm. So providing teas is great. I also sell um, sages, palo santos, um, trinkets, crystals, anything that would really help set the vibes, set your intentions and really help you do spiritual work. And we're even creating um, handmade candles as well. Nice. So when you did the pop-up events at Key West, um, and that was for the Juneteenth Festival um, last summer. So you set up a booth and you had like, you know, what what was your booth looking like when you had your whole setup? And Well, it had lots of trinkets such as evil eyes, um, teas, uh, an assortment of teas. There were sage bundles, um, cute little what we call culture sample bags. Mm-hmm. So it comes with like a variety of the teas, like one of each of the teas, a stick of Palo Santo, some sage. Um, there's also aphrodisiac tinctures. There's oh. aphrodisiac powders. Love that. You know, for okay. sexy time. Sexy time. You know, stuff for protection. Just anything that would really put you in the mood. If you wanted to have a spiritual bath, you can grab a cluster of the herbs and make yourself a bath. Yoni steam. Mm. Lots mm-hmm. of stuff. I love that you said um, kind of like the packages, getting, you know, multiple items in one pouch. I think that's great. Um, and then do you have, I know we've talked about it personally, but, um, you know, personalizing boxes and, you know, what are your goals for, for the future? What kind of 
what kind of items and stuff are you thinking of? Well, you know, at this time, everything is sacred. So we'll be moving forward with um, some surprises and some releases at the next event that we're hosting, which is in May. Nice. Um, May 8th, we start the book club. So members who join the book club and are able to come to the in-person and the virtual sessions will be receiving mail order and physical, I'm sorry, in-person orders of what we'll be releasing on the culture. Mm -hmm. Lots of new things coming out. Um, we also have an event where there's a money manifestation event and the new revamped money manifestation jars are going to be making their debut there. Love that. Some new tea flavors are gonna be coming out. Mm -hmm. Some candles, like I said, we're hand making candles. I kind of slipped on that, but we can <laughs> go ahead and just share that the candles will be making their debut at these events as well. So when you're doing these events and you're traveling and stuff, are you looking for, you know, obviously money is always lovely, but are you looking for more sponsorship opportunities um, to help you fund kind of your your business and your, your ventures, obviously? It would be nice. Um, not so much for the traveling, just because my clients really compensate me for the traveling aspect, but working with um, vendors and getting other sponsorships would be lovely for the next projects that I have coming up, such as um, the Reiki on the Beach, if which is in April next month on 425. Um, if anyone wanted to like provide any kind of swag or any kind of anything for these events, that would be great. Like I'm always open and welcome to um, anyone that wants to collaborate with the culture. Mm -hmm. And how would they get in contact with you if they were willing to, you know, collaborate or work with you in the future? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Snapchat and Twitter at The Culture. That's T-H-A-C-V-L-T-V-R-E. Um, you can also email me, theculture, T-H-A-C-V-L-T-V-R-E, at gmail.com. And that works for iMessaging as well. You can iMessage theculture at gmail.com. Love that. Um, and then also, I just love the name like that you came up with. I think it's great. And I just really want to expand on how you came up with the spelling, um, you know, and how you how you just came up with it. Well, the culture, the metaphysical culture um, was something that was so taboo. People really didn't speak about it. It was seen as like demonic opening gateways and portals and things to something that you probably couldn't control and the unknown is very scary. So being that that whole culture is taboo, I'm like, let's make the, let's highlight it. Let's not hide what it is. Let's put it out there in your face, upfront and personal and show people that the culture is not a way to demean people or to be dangerous in life. It's a way to be healed, empowered, encouraged, and to be prosperous and abundant in all of your endeavors. I think that's an awesome name. Definitely highlights the main mission of your, your brand and just kind of your style of how you do things. So I think it definitely fits. Um, and then the, the spelling too with the Vs, what was your idea for that? Just trying to be well, there's a brand that I really like named Vulgari, um, B-V-L-G-V-A-R-I. And I was like, oh, the U's are V's. The V's are U's, huh? <laughs> and I kind of ripped that. So shout out to Vulgari for having that swag. <laughs> it's really aesthetically appealing to me. Lord, I need to smoke some weed, Jay. Hey. It has been such a long day. 
you know? And me and you are like so like professional about things that this was like a very, what a good episode for us. I, I think we did. It. We killed that. We did kill it. We killed it. Yeah. So usually I'd be in here, you know, smoking weed and stuff. But really, I just wanted to highlight your business and not get distracted on the you know the silliness of things because thank you you know yeah it's important to highlight great vendors and great brands in denver especially and i know you want to expand and go to different states and you know hopefully this show will grow you know and you know with the team the thc girls as well it'll grow from state to state and we'll be able to get the word out um you know even quicker that way and even more well, I love and appreciate better. that. This is always a blessing and a, a huge journey. Shout out to you, Bradley. Um, you're always a huge supporter, a huge source of encouragement. Um, without you, platforms like this for people like me aren't really possible. No one really gets to um, interview the metaphysicians. We're not really the interviewed. Mm -hmm. And you just did um, a podcast show with Joe Thunder. Yeah, shout out Smoking to Joe, Joe Thunder. Shout out to Joe Thunder and Bradley for co-hosting that. That was a really dope episode. Yep, Elvis Freshly had us at uh, the Be Good uh, location on Broadway. So they're always, you know, showing love and housing us. So that was a great episode. And I think that you know this is more the business side but that episode was like solely about just digging deep into the metaphysical world and what it means you know Absolutely. more you know so i think now you're gonna have like a good dynamic and i i love that for us i love for it you. too <laughs> i hope to see all the beautiful faces at the event on may 8th may 8th and we'll we'll definitely um put some flyers up you know definitely be on the app make sure you post that on your instagram so we can show it blow it up you know i'll i'll tag you and share that shit oh thank you thank you mm -hmm. um awesome well thank you again for coming on this show i really appreciate you and uh, just for rocking with us on the team too means a lot so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show today uh, but you can find me on instagram bradley 2.0 that's b-r-a-d-l-e-i-g-h 2.0 and you can find the culture at t-h-a-c-v-l-t-v-r-e and the high country girls you know pretty pretty self-explanatory the h-i-g-h country girls and make sure you download the power 109 app i mean most important part is like how are you gonna listen to us if you don't have the power 109 app I mean, shout out to sure. power 109 and dj shadow dj blaze by the way for having us this is a dope experience as always yeah they have a great space here so they we'll do. be on all platforms we're gonna drop tuesday night at eight every week we're trying to stay consistent you feel me consistency is key in the business land you know what i mean so much love to everybody thanks again for listening this is bradley with the thc girls this is the tea with thc catch us next week y'all be good